0: Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 122. The cricket's on, the footy's on, I don't know what season we're in. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Mr. Ross McQueen. It's not real footy. Okay. To my right. Brett <coughs> Good evening, viewers. I, I'm trying different uh, d- different kind of introductions because I, I think I might try my hand at being a boxing announcer at some stage.
1: That was kind of a scrub slash rove introduction there.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm trying different things, just, just mm-hmm. trying to work out where, where my shtick is, because all I need to do is say people's names in an interesting way, and then I've got a career made. That seems to be it. That seems to be it. Uh big show. Big show, episode one hundred and twenty two. Huge show. Massive show. James Talia calling all the way from the Europe mm. later on in the show. I wonder where we'll be. I wonder. I wonder. Anyone who's seen the news this week will probably know. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. We've got a Ray Watch. We're also going to talk about the new UK series. Oh, what's that? We're reviewing a UK series.
2: We never do that. I know. We hate UK TV. It's it's UK sci-fi too.
0: Uh, It is. is. Sci-fi. Only vaguely. Vaguely sci-fi. There's not much science about it. Ashes to ashes will be... It's more period piece. We'll be talking about later on. It's like
1: Merchant Ivory with cops and guns and Audi Quattros. You haven't seen the
2: uh, episode with the rocket? No. You haven't seen the one
1: where... No, that uh, hasn't been on yet.
0: You haven't seen the one where uh, Doctor Who and Torchwood... Uh, make a little visit. <laughs> you haven't seen that one. No,
1: I haven't seen that. Ah, one.
0: interesting. And Mulder, Mulder as well makes a little visit. Haven't seen it's all, Mulder. It's all, it's all very, very, I haven't seen Mulder. Very I haven't sick. seen Scully. We've got the box cutters quiz courtesy of Crumpler, who make bags for you. Got some pork. As always, they were going to kick things off with the box cutters news.
2: That, that was just a one-off. <laughs> For those people who could hear us <laughs> off air, yeah. Ross, yeah.
0: I, do you think Brett has any Channel Nine news?
2: Uh, I'm sure he doesn't. I'm no. sure he
0: doesn't. Let's, let's ask Brett. I've got. I've, I've got some that I'll.
1: Uh, I'll hold it on to until we can speak to James. Uh, okay. Because I like to spring a big one on James. Do you? Right. Do you really? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got that on t t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, former North Melbourne captain Glenn Archer will take up the position formerly occupied by Wayne Carey, who was disgraced and uh, dumped from that Nine's panel show, Footy Classified.
0: Now, now Archer is the, the only, correct me if I'm wrong, he's the only Brownlow medalist to have also won the Melbourne Cup. Is that right? <laughs> He's very old. He's looking really good for his yeah. age, too. Because <laughs> he was the first Melbourne Cup, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll be uh, happening from when Footy Classified returns to screens on Monday, March 10th.
2: Now, Ross, you See, now, it's interesting because, obviously, Glenn Archer was very much involved with the whole... He, he was Wayne Carey's best friend until the whole Anthony Stevens uh, and, fiasco. And the Lady Stevens. Yes, with uh, Carey. Well archer was one of his best friends because they say stevens was his best friend who knows they're, We're all, they're all very close but now they're uh, now they're not so close right. I, I don't see i don't see Glen archer as being a as being a competent there's no
1: ben cousins
2: <laughs> no that's right he's not uh but he, but he comes across i mean he was a great footballer undoubtedly but he comes across a bit shy and retiring which i don't think is what that show really needs I don't, I don't think he's a great media talent. Maybe, so you're going his... on
1: what you've seen on the footy show, for example, or what else has he done?
2: Oh, just general interviews. He, he did yeah. quite a lot of interviews Well, maybe last once, year. once he's
1: the interviewer or the commentator, uh, he'll actually come out of his shell.
2: Possibly, but I think it's, it's pretty obvious to spot whether people seem comfortable on camera, and he doesn't seem at all comfortable on camera, in uh-huh. my opinion. From what I've seen of him. He did a lot of media to celebrate uh, retiring at the end of last year. I just don't don't think he's any match. Yeah, for, but there's for there's Karen. a
1: difference in, in uh, how how you actually operate in those kind of scenarios uh, where you can actually take ownership of something. Yeah. Um, well, we'll wait so. and see. Well, I don't. I don't. No. See no I don't any. think we will wait and see.
0: <laughs> he's, he's not. I mean, he's he's not the only new signing to to nine this week, is he, Ross? No,
2: that's true. Adam Gilchrist has also signed to Channel Nine uh, as a future reporter and also as a co-host of a Wide World of Sports. Uh, there's no real surprise there. And what's he no. like on camera? I'm not, I'm, he's, like? He,
0: he he does... he's great. He stands really close to the wickets.
2: <laughs> he <laughs> he, uh, he does. He actually does. Has been doing quite a bit of commentary in matches where they mark up players. He usually gets marked up, so it's no no surprise to see him uh, jumping across to the commentary box quite quickly. D- he'll mm-hmm. he'll be fine. He'll he'll do a good job. Gilchrist as a commentator versus Healy as a commentator. Uh, I'd prefer Gilchrist. I would say.
0: Because Healy, when, when Healy
2: started as a
0: commentator, he was great. I, I mean, it was, was the first time we really got to hear a keeper's view of, of the game. And, uh, and, and he was talking about the game in, in quite uh, specific detail. And now his, his commentary seems to be quite generic and, and ordinary. I'm wondering if we're going to have a, a rekindling of that specificity with uh, with Gilchrist, even though he's not he's not doing cricket from from the start. He's going to be doing no, wide world of sports. Wide world
2: sports first. Yeah, I I think he's he seems uh, like he'll be quite in depth, but I think it's a different thing commentating from the commentary box than from behind the wickets. So it'll be interesting to see.
0: Yep, I oh, I look forward to that. In uh, in the US, NBC have a show called Dateline, which is kind of like a... uh, It's a current affairs program that uh, they initially set up a sting operation for uh, child porn predators or... or, Well, not child porn, but uh, people who were looking for children to have sex with on the internet. Mm -hmm. And they set up a sting operation, which uh, if police had set it up would no doubt be uh, entrapment, but... Uh, because they were just media, they, they could do that. Because they're vigilantes. They're vigilantes. So this was called To Catch a Predator, and it was so successful uh, as a... Uh, Although as-
1: there have been police operations along these lines where, where police officers actually pose as children online and uh, organise meetings. Yeah, but not in the way. But not, but, not, not turning up with a camera.
0: Yes. And, uh, and this is... So this spun off into a whole series called Dateline to Catch a Predator. And uh, they uh, are now in trouble... Uh, a, US judge has allowed a lawsuit to be heard. So, this lawsuit is just about to start uh, to the value of, I think, 105 million US dollars. Where a a woman claims that uh, after an episode of To Catch Predator, where her brother was, uh, who was a Texas prosecutor at the time, Mm -hmm. uh, was caught as a predator with cameras in his house uh, exposing him. Uh, he then went and committed suicide.
1: Okay. So they just turn up with cameras, not actually with the police?
0: Uh, no, my understanding is uh, is they just... So, so it's just a, a
1: shame exercise.
0: Yes. And uh, and the uh, US District Judge, Denny Chin, said... Uh, Denny
1: Crane, I think you'll find that's uh, pronounced. Ch-
0: chin. <laughs> Definitely Chin. Uh, say, says that a, a jury might conclude that the network, quote... Crossed the line from responsible journalism to irresponsible and reckless intrusion into law enforcement. So this, uh, I think, marks a very interesting, uh, interesting milestone for, for US television. Where where does television stop and law enforcement start? Because they have been television have been blurring those lines for for quite a while now. I don't think law enforcement have really been trying to get into media very much.
2: Hmm. I don't know, cops. Cops has been around for 20 years now. Well, yes.
0: Yes, yes it has. Mm. Uh, still more media than cops. I think. Yeah, I think, I think so.
1: And also, you know, there's a question about how much the media actually promotes uh, crimes, especially when, you, when you've got people getting messages that uh, there's another high-speed police chase on Channel 6.
0: Yes, for instance. Yes, so uh, so that uh, that does mark an interesting milestone, I think, for uh, for television in America.
2: Congratulations to the Chaser who've been nominated for a Rose Door. Uh, For uh,
0: for for best uh, satire, uh, I think, or I'm I'm
2: not sure. It it sounds like a a good honour until you also find out that the librarians, Star Story, Star Stories, and uh, Secret Diary of a Call Girl have also been nominated. But these kind of kind of devalues it a little. But these are different categories. Hmm. I think the the
1: librarians is a sitcom, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's actually up against the IT crowd, The Mighty Boosh, and My Family. I don't think it's personally. I don't. See it actually having much of a chance. I don't,
0: I don't see the IT crowd having much of a chance there either. Well, no, but the, the boosh, you know. Yeah. Uh, this is at Switzerland's uh, TV festival. Am, am I right? Yes. In, in saying that? Yes. Yes. Both of you have the story. Neither of you had that information. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's, it's uh, the Rose Door at Switzerland's TV festival. It's
1: actually mm-hmm. the Rose Door Awards. So it's not. Uh, is, is there a Khan kind of category of the Rose Door
0: uh, uh, prize there? Yeah, there's the Palm Door.
1: No, but there's many doors at, at Cannes as well. Mm.
0: Yes, but the, but all of these get the rose door in that particular category. Yep. That's how, that's how that works. Mm.
1: Which is like the Golden Rose, isn't it?
0: It, it is very much like the Golden Rose. Mm. Thank you. Except in
2: French. Thank you. I, 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 still it's think, multilingual I, I still think that having Star Stories and Secret Diary of a Call Girl as nominees devalues the whole process.
0: Oh, d- definitely. Mm. Definitely, but... Uh, does it devalue so and, and,
2: and probably the librarians too
0: so so do, are you now thinking that the uh, that the that the swiss tv uh, festival awards mm-hmm. do they rate above or below the logies in your estimation now
2: well that's a tough one the logies are a quality act
1: <laughs> and it, it it's i'm curious as to kind of where they're coming from because switzerland's very near germany who are, who are well known <laughs> for their Great sense of humour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, how many countries are we going to debate on this episode of Box Cutters? Um, yeah. Brett, Brett, do you have.
1: Exciting news uh, yes. from the land of ABC. Tony Jones, who we all know as the uh, longstanding Late Line four nights a week host. Uh, will be cutting back on that commitment to two nights a week. What a
0: slack, for <laughs> slack a man. No, 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 no but, but he's it's moving to... He's just going to be sitting in a banana lounge, sunning himself. No,
1: no, 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 no. He's very, very much a man in demand. He's moving to prime time to host a new program called Q&A, uh, which is to be the ABC's new public affairs flagship Uh, They'll be Tony Jones will be hosting it with a couple of politicians and uh, an an expert panel on topical issues uh, for each of the episodes uh, and also having people in the audience, uh, both live in the studio and audience at home, who have been vetted. (laughs) (laughs)
0: To weed out Have have been vetted by the (laughs) LaRussians Vetted vetted to
1: weed out uh, party plants and zealots Specifically uh, So that uh, we have a cross section of real people In the studio, in the audience uh, Asking
2: questions of uh, these figures Surely it should be vetted to make sure they include
1: no, no, because we saw what happened with the climate change. Exactly, it was it was, it, it was great very, television, <laughs> very
2: entertaining.
1: No, it was terrible te- it, uh, television. It was a waste of forty minutes because you had these freaking nutters in there just no, hijacking. No, uh, it was great.
0: <laughs> it was. I think it was more entertaining than the other scenario would have been informative.
1: Really? Yeah, that's that's what I I mean. I didn't find it that entertaining. I'm not sure that is entertainment. Uh, Jones uh, says he's not just slacking off uh, and remains committed to the late line and he'll be returning to the chair there for four nights a week once Q&A is over through its uh, 20-week season.
0: While we're uh, talking about uh, regular people versus uh, other people, and you work out which one's which here, uh, we got an email from Mark Edwards of Ice TV, who we've had on this show, telling us that, uh, yes, Oztam had Underbelly as its number four program for the week, Uh, according to Ice TV listeners, sorry, Ice TV viewers, so users users of Ice TV who view television, uh, it is their number one show. Uh That either says something about uh, number one for the week, number one for the week, number two, for number the two month. for the month. Uh, That either says something about the way that Oztam are conducting their surveys or says that, uh, well, Ice TV has a a more... says something about
1: geeks, I think.
0: Yeah, I think think, think it says something more about geeks.
1: Interestingly, uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles was number one for the month, uh, a show that Channel 9 are moving to a later time slot.
0: That says a Mm. lot about geeks.
2: Mm. It really does. Uh, Speaking of underbelly, the three judges in the Court of Appeals case considering... The Channel 9's appeal uh, have retired to consider their verdict.
0: That's that's all we have. Hmm. They, they don't know
2: when they're going to come
0: back with a verdict. Hmm. They don't know what they're going to say. And even even then, it's only it how many sure episodes? It be
2: for the first three episodes, which... Uh... Hasn't anyone already and they, seen those?
1: Their defence <laughs> is that uh, basically the first three episodes doesn't uh, prejudice
2: whoever uh, has asked for it not to be screened. What, what are they hoping here, do you think? Why, why would they... How would they benefit from only having the first three episodes?
1: Well, if they had shown episode one in Victoria, where they're up to two or three uh, in other states last week, they probably would have taken out the ratings
2: for the week. You, so you think it's worth the, to, to show it for three weeks and then take it off the air? I mean, the only way you could... Want to, you know? I mean, if they'd if they'd had that policy with Monster House, it would have worked for them because they only showed two of them. But I, I don't see how it works. I mean, if it if it's a huge rating success and then it's taken off the air for, I don't know, two years, three years because of court cases. It it seems like a very
1: short. It might be six weeks, or they may be launching another appeal for the the remaining ten. It episodes. seems like a
2: very short term gain to me. Yeah, yeah I-
1: but something's better than nothing.
2: And you at think? the moment, Channel 9's getting screwed on on Underbelly. I, I I don't agree. Not for the fans. But who said anything about something for the fans?
1: <laughs> it's for the network. It's for the
0: advertisers. Ross, the fans have seen the show. That's
2: that's probably true. That's that's,
0: that's the true. the stories that mm. we're getting in Victoria, that uh, nobody is really hard up for an episode of uh, of Underbelly. It's, and and there's so, lots of uh, m-
1: bus rides up to Albury. To, yeah, uh, m- sure. more's
0: more's the pity for for Channel Nine because they're losing a lot of revenue out of it. But uh, Victorians really are getting their hands on it any way they can. It's like
1: when all the senior sits jumped on the bus up to Albury for the pokies. A bit like a day trip.
0: It, it, it is. Once
1: afternoon, straight up the Hume. <laughs> it's a convoy.
0: Uh, Scrubs may or may not be returning to NBC. It might be coming back. It might not. Uh, but it might be coming back. But it might not. Uh, but it N- might be coming back. NBC uh, have uh, have the first. Uh, negotiation rights to renew Scrubs, even though this was always going to be the last season of Scrubs, and mm. even though,
1: and then the writers' strike, and
0: happened. then the writers' strike happened, and there are six episodes left, and they do have a finale set up, and uh, and NBC uh, well, earlier this earlier this week, ABC in the states said, oh, we're going to have Scrubs because it's actually made from ABC Studios in the states, and. Uh, NBC have a deal with ABC Studios saying they have first renegotiation rights. And now NBC is saying, oh, no, but we want Scrubs back. Meanwhile, Zach Braff is saying, uh, I don't really want to come back. My, my contract's up and uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to continue with the show. And then people is are saying, it? "Really? yeah, that's that's what I heard. And then people are saying, well, what's a Scrubs going to be without Zach Braff? Are we going to do a Scrubs without Zach Braff? NBC are saying it doesn't matter because whatever it is, we've got the rights to do it. And ABC are going, oh, but we really want to do it as well. Uh, meanwhile, I Think uh, Scrubs probably jumped the shark a long time ago.
1: Well, things changed in the storyline there. Um, yes,
0: yes. Fonzie wore a leather jacket. And I'm sure. Went, went on uh, water skis and jumped over a shark.
1: I'm branch. sure they'll be able to uh, offer Zach Braff uh, enough salary to make him the number one paid actor on TV uh, to get him back in there.
0: Enough for Scrubs, they won't. Really? Really?
1: So why, the yeah. AB, why are ABC. Talking about, we're going to do it. And why are NBC saying, "No, you're not"? We might want to do it
0: because ABC are really hard up for shows at the moment, and uh, NBC don't want to give their competitors the option to uh, to outdo them.
1: But they will have to if they don't agree to take it up for another. Does, does
0: anyone
2: care? Is it still rating?
0: No. Which is the whole point. That's why it was ending. Mm. It doesn't rate well. It sells well on DVD. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But it, it doesn't rate well. Right. And, right. Uh, and if they've run out of storyline, if they're prepared to end it, then... No, no, but it's
2: a whole
1: new world that's going to open up. Zach Braff's... Uh, uh, J.D.'s about to have a baby with his hot girlfriend and, you know, there's all that sort of stuff going on. Turk and Carla have got their
2: young and they'll be due for a second one anytime soon. And I'm surprised you, uh, you didn't mention Family Guy in your news items. What's happened? There's a there's a potential spin-off. Having a spin-off. Of what? I don't know, one some kind of characters. Really? He's got his own show coming.
0: Which is great. There's gonna be three shows on television all the same. <laughs> and that, because Brett has wasted so much time, is the box cutters news. <laughs> no. Good evening, viewers. This is Sandra Sultry. I've been playing with my box on the box cutters. And calling now from one of my least favorite cities in the world. I'm guessing it might be one of his, too. Our un-Australian correspondent, James Talia. How are you in Athens, James?
3: (laughs) I'm I'm well, but I would never bag Athens. I would hate to offend (laughs) Greek-Australian
0: listeners. You know what? I've I've been around a lot of Greece. So much of it is beautiful. Athens just smells like a sewer.
3: Yeah, I don't have so much problem with the smell. (laughs) What I have difficulty with is... When you go to a TV station to uh, play out your tape on the satellite to Australia and they can't figure out how to plug your camera into their thing to make (laughs) it work, and it's like, this is a TV station, right? (laughs) And, you know, you've got a satellite booking and it's ticking away and there's no pictures going to Australia and your news bulletin's on air in half an hour and... Your phone's ringing off the hook going, where's your story? And I could just do without
2: it. Is that why there was three minutes of blank screen when, uh, when they said, and now he's James Talia"?
3: That's correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. OK. And I know there was, there was like about a minute and a half of black and then Peter Hitchener came on and said, um, that was James and, and we'd like to thank Greece for the contribution to
2: <laughs> that report. To now, was, uh, was that footage of, uh, of Mockbell being led around today, was that all file footage or was, was some of that shot this morning?
3: No that's that that was file footage. Uh, he he hasn't appeared yet. Um he's uh, appearing in court Tuesday night Australian time. So okay. we haven't seen him yet.
2: Because I was wondering why he, why he was being arraigned with uh, Phil Spector. <laughs> <laughs> what well,
3: I don't I don't remember who else was in the pictures.
2: He's 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 handcuffed and I presume it's another defendant that he's kind of walking arm in arm with in the, in the first of the two grabs that you had of him walking and uh, yeah I, I didn't realise Phil Spector was getting charged in Athens
3: well yeah, yeah well, Phil Spector's a bad man he's probably got things to answer for as well.
2: <laughs> now how
0: how is the, uh, the, the mock bell chasing going because I've, I've seen him at least twice an episode on Underbelly he, he seems really easy to find he's just hanging around in Carlton
3: Just hanging out, that's it. A bit of an espresso here and there. Um, Tony is uh, currently locked up in uh, a Greek prison, and uh, the the reason we're here this time is is that this is his final hearing about whether or not he'll be extradited to Australia. Of course, he has already been convicted of drug trafficking, of cocaine trafficking, Um, and it was after that conviction, but just before the sentence, that he fled. Melbourne. Um, He was subsequently sentenced to a minimum of nine years and since then it's also been announced that he's facing two charges of murder. So obviously the Australian Government uh, and certainly the Victorian Government and Victorian Police are very keen to get him back. This is his final appeal. To the highest court in Greece, it's a panel of three judges will sit and decide whether or not he should be sent back to face the music.
0: Now, th- this is a very hard thing for for those of us in, in Victoria to come to terms with, because on on the one hand, we really want justice, and on the other hand, we really want to see Underbelly.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, that's right, and and it's it's funny that I should be talking to you while I'm here covering this story, because it obviously. Um, uh, sort of comes together so clearly with the recent goings on in the uh, television world um, uh, I, I really don't know, obviously I haven't seen Underbelly either, I don't know how Mockbell is portrayed um, uh, and what he's portrayed doing either, so I, I can't comment on whether or not a, a court is likely to find uh, Underbelly prejudicial when it comes to Tony Mockbell specifically
0: <laughs> yeah, It's uh it's fairly prejudicial. <laughs> it's, right. it, it, it is considerably prejudicial, I, I would say. I'm, as I said last week, I'm no judge. I, I'm no high court judge, I have no idea. I would say it's fairly prejudicial.
1: And James, you haven't been offered the uh, full DVD sets on any building sites over there in Greece as yet.
3: No, it's it's yet, it's yet to hit Greece, but surely it's only a matter of time, right? Mm.
2: <laughs> but uh, surely nobody in Greece would have even heard of it, James. Nobody like say, uh, say Mockbell's new girlfriend.
3: Oh no, he's, he's, it's his old girlfriend. Oh, his old, old girlfriend. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's his old girlfriend from uh, from Australia. Um, no, no one, no one in Greece has particularly heard of Tony Mockbell, much less Underbelly. Um, it's it's not a, a case that's particularly hit, hit the radar here, and so we're forever having to explain to people. Yes, he's a very famous Australian criminal, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, well, alleged criminal. Uh, but, oh no, he's convicted, true criminal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh and and i find it interesting that there's now some there been some reporting in the papers that uh as a, as a as a new element of of his bid not to be extradited his lawyers are going to be uh telling these three greek judges about underbelly as a demonstration of uh, how tony mockbell cannot possibly get a fair trial in victoria um uh, well, Josh, I'm no lawyer either, but I would have thought the, the Victorian Supreme Court's decision to suppress it uh, would perhaps have gone some way to demonstrating how keen they are to make sure that people can get fair trials. <laughs> but, yeah. Yes, and, and um,
0: the other thing is, uh, from from speaking to, to people in Greece, uh, how much are they actually going to give a shit?
3: I yeah, mean, well, there's that too. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I presumably they haven't exactly got their hands on on copies of those, you know, ten-buck pirate DVDs to uh, play in court. I actually hope they do, because then I might get to take a look at some. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, it's 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 a good line for the Australian papers, isn't it? Because underbelly is obviously so so topical. But uh, when it comes to uh, the Greek legal system, I don't know how relevant it's going to be.
2: Now, uh, I I saw a, a bit of a news.
3: And, sorry, uh, I, I'm I'll just go. I'm just going to interrupt you there for a second, Ross. I, I meant to mention this a couple of minutes ago. We should also say that um, I I don't know. The suppression order that, that was handed down over Underbelly by you know, everyone's favourite, Judge Betty, uh, <laughs> pertains to a particular matter which is upcoming, um, and the name of the defendant in that case is also suppressed. Yes. I actually don't know who it is, so even though I wouldn't be able to tell you anyway, I don't know who it is, we should emphasise, I, I'm not saying in any way that the Underbelly suppression is directly related to Tony Mockbell. Yes.
2: Yes, but, that's right.
0: But but would... would, would... Well, no, because it was it was quite specific, but uh, I'm sure that the the possibility of this coming up would have been in mind when making the judgment.
3: Potentially, potentially, but all I'm saying is when it came to the specific order um, and, and the one case that was the basis for the order, I don't know if it was Mockbell and we shouldn't, we shouldn't give the impression that that's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm.
0: And, and no doubt that's also uh, being taken under advisement in the appellate court at the moment uh well
3: potentially
2: i guess yes. yeah so uh so over the weekend apparently uh channel 7 were running footage of of an airport of uh, a channel 7 reporter running into an airport and talking about <laughs> talking about how he broke the whole mock bell in greece story and now he was flying back to greece to uh to finish the job
3: yeah yeah where would we all be without norm
2: <laughs> <laughs> where, where was the footage of you running into the airport <laughs>
3: Um, well, uh, clearly Heathrow isn't as exciting as a location for filming as Tullamarine. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I did hear, obviously I haven't seen the promo, I did hear about it, and I, 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 well, I guess on some levels it's funny and on some levels it's not quite so funny, is this what we've the way you promo your story is to show shots of your reporter striding into an airport, bag in hand, ready to go and do the good work on behalf of the, the, the people. Um, yeah, all right. <laughs> Fine. I saw Norm Saturday night. He had a beer in his hand, same as me. No one was doing too much work then. <laughs>
0: I've got I've got the tally in front of me, James, and uh, it's yeah. it's Channel Nine, two footballers chased overseas. Channel Seven, one. Victorian criminal chased overseas. I just don't know what the weight is. H- how many Victorian criminals equals how many footballers? Who's winning? I can't tell.
3: I, I think it. Pro- I think it probably depends on on uh, how good the footballers are. <laughs> I, 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 w- I would think that one Wayne Carey is worth one Tony Mockbell.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> e- e- even though he's still, he still he doesn't even play anymore.
3: Yeah, but you know, the legend of the game. Well, yes. Yada yada.
0: Yes, I, I'm just uh, waiting for someone to, to chase Dipper into uh, I, I, into another country. Where are the bargains? Where are the bargains?
3: <laughs> That's right. Sadly for Dipper, if he ran away to another country, no one would follow. Well.
0: <laughs> Poor Dipper. So, what, uh, what what's television like in Greece? I, I, I was there uh, almost ten years ago, and I have to say it was uh, it, it was not very appetising then. What's it like now?
3: Uh, No, well, I I haven't had much of a chance to uh, take a look at it. Um, But I I think, you know, to to sum it up, I've I've been spending most of my time with CNN and BBC World on the screen in the corner. (laughs) It seems there's a lot of... And I can't understand it. obviously I don't speak Greek, but it seems there's a lot of um, uh, really melodramatic, um, badly lit badly shot and 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 really badly acted soap opera type stuff which is hilarious to watch, especially when you can't understand what they're saying. It's just just dripping with angst. Everyone's got a drama and everyone's crying and this, that and the other thing. It's pretty funny but it looks as though I wish it was on, you know, BVU. Um <laughs> 20-year-old format is kind of, it's a bit dark, it's a bit scratchy um, and, and clearly that's the, uh, the, those are the key staple of Greek television. It's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> what I like about Greek soap opera, because clearly Greek television hasn't changed in the last 10 years, Uh <laughs> Is, is that it uses what seems to be the the much like the news? There's an international vocabulary or grammar of soap opera. There are the the close up soliloquies, and there's the the uh, haunting music, and there's the the bad lighting, and and all of that that, that seems to go That's on.
3: That's right. It's kind of like the uh, the the soft lens filter, which some people commonly refer to as the Liz Hayes filter. Um, <laughs> with a with a, I didn't say that. No, <laughs> no, you a, said so, uh, some
0: uh, some people unkindly refer.
3: It's the Naomi Robson filter um, <laughs> with, uh, with a very slow zoom in to an extreme close up. You know, you see it on Bob and the Beautiful all the time as well. It's gold.
0: <laughs> it's that, that's that's fantastic. Uh, I, I I do uh, I, I do remember my, uh, my my time in Greece not very fondly uh, and uh, but but one of the things one of the things that I, that I do remember is is watching the news and watching soap operas I could always tell what was going on
3: yeah that's it and and you're kind of right about news as well there is a, sort of a, um, a a grammar attached to it and I don't mean the actual words but in the construction of it and it's always very noticeable
2: who's going to win the uh, who's going to win the U.S. primaries on the uh, on
3: Wednesday
2: um, CNN CNN you've been enjoying the yeah, coverage
3: yeah. I've I've been enjoying the coverage a lot I I've been spending a lot of nights up all night or most of the night um, doing my thing of flicking between the American networks and BBC world um, it's looking as though and I didn't think this was going to happen it's looking as though Obama's going to going to get up and uh, and beat Hillary but uh, the, the thing that I find most amazing about the 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 u.s coverage is um how many people they cram into their coverage and cram onto their sets if you take a look at the cnn and fox news channel it's 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 almost as though it's a it's it's a parliament of its own there's just row after row of desks (laughs) with analysts sitting at them and they've all got something to say and they have to try and get around to each of them and um in the end, they're all just speculating wildly. It's sort of get <laughs> to the point where there's one percent of the vote counted, and and they're, they're, you can see them just itching to try and declare a winner, but no one's going to do it yet. So they're all just speculating and pontificating instead. <laughs> you get um, a lot of talking without saying anything.
2: Have you have you uh, been catching any of the Daily Show?
3: I. Actually, (laughs) strangely, caught the Daily Show uh, last night here, part of it. Um, So only sort of 12 hours before we're now now talking. Um, uh, And I hadn't been catching it in London. I guess I kind of got out of the habit that Strike was on. Um, But... Indecision 08 It's clearly going to be must watch TV for the rest of the year because it was just hilarious. Man. Well,
2: they, uh, I mean, he does great takeoffs and and, um, and uh, analysis of the various news of the various news services from the states.
3: Right. Okay. I'm definitely going to have to start watching again then, because there's there's just so much good material there for for, uh, an outfit like The Daily Show. I mean, as as though the politicians aren't enough, um, there's a whole separate strand of company to be had out of the US TV networks.
0: There is also, while we're on the the topic of the US election and, and TV coverage, Saturday Night Live, of all people, made... A really interesting point the other week and they had uh, obama on as as a guest playing himself in a uh uh in a kind of televised debate thing had the the regular person who plays Hillary playing hillary and uh and they had the the media asking questions and they were uh you know the media being s n l cast and yeah. uh, and the whole joke was that the media were just fawning over themselves to uh to it was it was kind of like Oh my god! I can't believe I'm speaking to Barack Obama. Oh my god! Is there anything I can get <laughs> right. you? Would you like a biscuit? That kind of, that kind of thing.
3: Yeah, that's it. It's uh, like you know, you just you just want to you know touch the hem of his garment.
0: Yes, and that's <laughs> and that is exactly what the media is doing in the US. They they just can't stop loving him.
3: There's that's uh, it. and conversely on on the Daily Show when I saw it last night, um, uh, uh, there was a, a whole segment uh, with Samantha Bee um, in uh, the anti-Hillary operation which was being run by uh, journalists um, and <laughs> the, that operation had been set up before she ran for the Senate in uh, 1999 and they were prepared to boost her then in the hope that she'd one day run for President and then they could just tear her down because <laughs> it's, so much, it's so much better to let her get close to the goal and then tear her down um, and just you know, taking the piss out of this whole idea that the media are so all over Obama and so low Hillary.
0: How do they? Because you've spent—I mean, you've spent a lot of time in the UK over the last two years. Uh, they only have an election once every five years. How do they keep That's that right. interesting?
3: How do they keep it interesting? Yes. Um. Well, well yeah. It. it can sometimes be difficult you sometimes get the feeling with british politics that it just kind of grinds on and on it's uh, um it's always there but it's it's not always interesting A- and i think in some ways the five-year term only um seeds the uh tabloid newspaper habit of really taking the stick to non-stories and beating them up into something they shouldn't be just for the sake of <laughs> Trying to find something interesting to report about politics.
1: Well, the big story here on the ABC was Gordon Brown appearing with a flower behind his ear as a promo for Fiji. For Fiji. I'm I'm sorry, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Brown is a, is appearing in promotional material for Fiji for uh, Fiji tourism. Really? Yeah, it, with a photo with him with a magnolia behind his uh, ear.
3: <laughs> That's. Uh, I haven't seen any such photo. That's hilarious, if only because it's so not Gordon Brown thing to do.
0: <laughs> Apparently, it's because they they couldn't get the latest winner of America's Next Top Model,
3: and he was ah, so the they, second well, choice. Gordon Brown's definitely next cap off the rank. Then, yeah, not not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, yeah.
2: Now we're going to lose the uh, lose the satellite feed soon, James. But I I did yeah, want to ask i uh, i did want to ask you last time you were on the show uh you made some disparaging comments uh about a show called lost uh i believe you referred to it i believe you referred to it as the new gilligan's island
3: i did i did and it's time to come clean i think it was the week after that when all the taunts finally got to me i had been shrugging off the two and a half men taunts (laughs) but it was when it was when i think it was you josh i think it was when you juxtaposed the two and a half men taunt with a lost taunt that what do i know about anything if i don't rate lost but i like two and a half men and i i have to say my 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 two and a half men thing is waning anyway because i just keep repeating the same episodes over and over but (laughs) Nonetheless
0: No, no, no They're they're new episodes, James They're new episodes
3: (laughs) Oh, is that what it is? Okay Yes (laughs) Clearly that's my problem I told you You've got to go for the classic two and a half (laughs) Um, So I trotted off to my local HMV store And picked up series one of Lost Because I'd only ever seen the first two episodes And thought No no matter how bad this is I'm going to have to make myself sit through At least seven or eight And give it a proper go And uh, well, I'm hooked. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, so where are you up to now? Because
2: (laughs) no, no, lost wins, James.
0: Because apparently you you texted Ross when you started watching, and then pretty much eight hours later, texted me to say you had just finished watching episode eight.
3: Yes. Where where are you up to now? There are a couple of days there where not a whole lot of work got done. Um,
2: (laughs) There was one that was. There was one day where uh, when uh, I, I was texting you about Lost when I went to bed, and then when I got up the next morning, I was texting you again, and it was clear that you'd done nothing except watch Lost. You're about <laughs> you're about twelve episodes later <laughs> when I yeah, when I got yeah, up the next was, morning. In,
3: in, in fairness to my bosses, it was a Saturday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
3: I I I first went. I, I think it must be three weeks since I first went and bought the box set of season one, and. I'm now three episodes from the end of season two.
0: Right. So there's
3: been there's been a, uh, there's been a bit of Lost watching going on.
0: Well, that's uh, I, I say to the Box Cutters listeners: if you haven't picked up on Lost, if James Tully can do it, you can do it, people.
3: I, I I cannot recommend it more highly for those who are cynical and sceptical about it, and and no one was more so than me until three weeks ago. <laughs> when just,
2: when, when are you going to catch up on those uh, last three episodes and then series three?
3: Well, I don't know. i fat Tony. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and I'm also, uh, because uh, season four is already being shown in the UK, um, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of already a few episodes behind, and as you pointed out, Ross, it won't, it won't be out on DVD for, for months and months. But I'm pleased to see that Sky One, which is kind of the Fox 8 equivalent um, in the UK, it's kind of their, their main flagship channel um on their website they are providing free of charge the season four episodes which have already gone to air so that if you've missed any you can catch up oh fantastic that's pretty good yeah it's it's i find it real interesting
2: but you have to avoid the ads for where season four is up to otherwise you'll find out all about saeed's twin brother and all that kind of stuff
3: (laughs) well you know yeah good thanks for that um (laughs) I, uh, when I arrived here, I went to the, uh, hotel gym, uh, when I got off the plane. And I was on the treadmill, listening to you guys actually, uh, from, from last week. And, um, uh, it's, it's a gym where, you know, they've got TVs set up. And one of the TVs was showing Lost. And the episode started, and I figured out, Pretty quickly, it wasn't one that I had seen before And even though I had my iPod in my ears And I, I couldn't hear it And it would have been in Greek anyway I was still trying desperately Not to look at it Because I thought, <laughs> I don't want to see any characters I've never seen before I don't want to see a damn thing And in the end, I turned around to the gym guy And I said, Could you, would you want to the channel on that screen? I just can't stand
0: it <laughs> Now, James uh, I, I was going to say uh, that we have to say goodbye, but Brett <laughs> is once again like a cougar pounced.
3: <laughs> I was, I was thinking, God, am I getting off? <laughs> no, this just time? just uh,
0: very
1: very quickly, James. Um, I was just wondering uh, how news has been taken around the uh, Channel Nine network uh, news services. That uh, Channel 9's Darwin news services do to uh, be shut down. Really. This is the word. Uh, Apparently $2 million of annual staff expenditure is unjustifiable in the current uh, climate of uh, equity ownership cost-cutting.
3: That is news to me, I have to say. I I haven't been looking at the Australian papers as closely as I might usually because I've been here with other tasks at hand. Where where has that been reported? Uh,
1: Media spy.
3: Oh, Christ. But <laughs> Give it, me a break, It, it has
1: been uh, quoted around uh, on, on various other sites.
3: Yeah, it's all those high school kids that get <laughs> onto media spy and, and all sort of, you know, it's like Chinese whispers. So and before, you know, they're all on other websites and, it, and it's, it's become sort of conventional wisdom.
0: So you haven't and, heard anything about it and you can't confirm
1: I, I for us?
3: I, no, I, it's certainly not something I've heard.
0: James, what, what about the, the rumours that Eddie Maguire is going to exhume Eric Pierce and they're going to star in a uh, cop buddy comedy
3: series on 9? Yeah, that one is true. Yeah, all
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: which is strange because Eddie's going to be tied up over at SCN. The,
3: they're actually going to uh, send Eddie Maguire to Darwin to read their news. <laughs> <laughs> $2 million, $5 million,
0: whatever. Whatever. <laughs> James Talia from Channel 9 all the way from Athens, Greece. Not Athens, Georgia, where R.E.M. are from, but Athens,
3: Greece. That's correct. Maybe I'll try Athens, Georgia next time. Their satellites yeah. probably work better.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before an Australian criminal tries to hide away there.
3: <laughs> well, there was a, a, an alleged criminal picked up in Georgia just this week, actually. Yes, yes I know. Mm. I know, it's from
0: yeah, New, it's... he's from New Zealand, and we're not claiming that one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but alleged anyway. Yes. Thank yeah. you very much, James. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Fuck you. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Today Tonight's Soap so- and, so- so- and Water. Oh, exactly. Soap yeah. and Water. Hello and. Fuck you. I'm Naomi Robson,
2: swearing. Ray oh, I'm all,
1: I'm all disorganized now because we jumped out of the news so suddenly. We,
2: we haven't had a Ray Watch for a while. We
1: haven't had a Ray no. Watch for a while, and it's uh, it's the it's, is it still it's called the segment Watch? That uh, becomes more and more inappropriately
2: named. Yeah, yeah. It, Let, it, Let's call it Naomi Watch. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Ah, oh, right, okay. James Watch.
0: <laughs>
2: well, no, he'll he'll just get upset. Yeah, that's true.
0: I don't know, he's maybe he's, be he's pretty sensitive. Uh, I, I still like Ray Watch for people who who want to know why it's called Ray Watch. I think it
1: was a fantastic pun in the beginning, and it once, still is.
0: Once upon a time, Bay Watch, Watch. <gasps> it's it's not really I, a pun. It just I kind didn't of actually rhymes.
2: realize that until it's, you, it's you've, not, you've told us that before. I still don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's not really a pun. It's, it, it just runs For those people who uh, who aren't aware, once upon a time there was on Australian television a host of a current affair named Ray Martin.
2: Mm. Oh, surely they haven't forgotten that. No,
0: people have short memories.
2: And what's the link to Baywatch? It sounds...
0: <laughs> it's just rhyming. It's not a pun. It just rhymes. It's
2: a good word. I'm not saying it's not a good word. I just, I just don't see the connection. Anyway, hey Baywatch Brett, this week. Hey, Brett,
0: I've got a pun for you. Yeah. Chalk sounds like fork. <laughs>
1: Ray, watch This Week concerns today, tonight, specifically uh, last Friday's episode, which would have been the 29th of February, um, on uh, the Seven Network. It uh, it was a story that they promoted uh, fairly heavily over the week about the green baby.
2: Oh, that
3: was great. <laughs>
2: Did you see this?
3: I, d- I didn't. I oh, didn't see was, it.
1: This is an awesome story. Shot, shots of the green baby on the ads all, all over the weekend uh, Finally shown on Friday night Not only has the baby having been painted by her three-year-old sister mm. w- Sorry, when, when her mother uh, turned her back for a moment <laughs> Magically turned into a green alien <laughs> According to, uh, to the mother But uh, she warns other parents Now I can't go shopping I can't take her anywhere at the moment
0: Why can't she just wash
1: no. the baby?
2: I'm, that's why that's it, the whole point of the it story. It doesn't, the paint wash, doesn't
0: off. wash off.
1: Apparently, it might be a cheap knockoff. She bought it at a discount store and she didn't pay enough, and the company
0: that makes it says, Oh, we haven't made that for years and it should wash off. So, so hang on, it, it doesn't wash off. It's got to come off somehow.
2: Well,. Presumably, at some point, it will. I guess but-
1: once the baby sloughs its skin, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it'll come. Up. So, so she, can't, she can't take her shopping or, or anywhere. That would be terrible to be out in public with a green baby. But in the promise of prime time on the telly, I like, might go and paint up a baby right now.
2: Now, now you, you, saw the, you saw the whole article. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a paint job on that baby. There is no way the three year old sister did that.
1: Not in a moment.
2: No, the mum apparently left the room and came back in. Oh, you think it's a setup? You think there's a conspiracy with the mother? There's something going on. This was a quality paint job. <laughs> I mean, like her legs are absolutely covered. She's They're very she's, dark green. She is covered from head to toe. I mean, from head to toe? From head to toe in green paint. There is no way on earth that a... Well, maybe the mother left for, for a good space of time, but uh, I know from dealing with my two-and-a-half-year-old... He doesn't have the attention span to paint something that well for that long, and I'm I'm guessing this three year old didn't. There's some other there's some other mystery. Was it wasn't maybe element. just
1: a pouring over the head? And no,
2: no, it was it was it didn't look like
1: a brush
0: job.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure how they did it, but it was uh, it's it's a pretty good paint job. But
0: the other thing is, is wouldn't you, I mean the baby surely will just grow out of of being green, mm, and mm. and the green will will eventually come well, off. Well, the mother's
1: but, expecting that it'll just kind of wash it off. Uh, gin,
0: uh, O- over time, over time, yeah, but, over, over a week. But what about the carpet? I mean,
1: it was most... on the liner, which is still stained. Oh, it as,
0: is. As okay, there's they... still some p- paint on the right. Drop. Right. There so was, the they... three-year-old didn't put down a drop sheet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it was very, uh, it was very arrested development. A little bit of green paint here and there, just like the uh, the blue paint from yes. when Tobias is uh, is one of the uh, blue men. Uh, no, there was something very suspicious about this story, and very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at this green baby, <laughs> But some, something didn't add up.
1: Yes, though I'm not so sure that uh, Anna Corrin's going to be laughing so hard if it turns out that uh, there's actually lead in the knockoff paint (laughs) and uh, (laughs) the baby dies.
3: Man, there's some really bad radio shows on, but, you know, they're really, really bad when they have to be a podcast that, like, absolutely no, not even the shittiest community radio station in the world and play them and they have to do a podcast. Helen. Oh, hi, I'm John Safran, and you're listening to Box Cutters. It's a podcast where all the winners
2: are. We haven't heard uh, Mr. Safran for a while. I've no. Not for a while. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, a couple of years ago, listeners might remember that Sam Tyler, uh, a policeman from the UK, uh, went into a coma and uh, ended up in the year 1973.
1: I heard about this. It was on Sky News. And
0: yeah, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, it's happened again. What? It's, it's this time to a, a lady detective inspector Drake. Uh, mm. She uh, she's been shot by a bullet from a gun.
2: <laughs> not not long after looking over all the files of Sam of Tyler, because Tyler, she's mm. uh, she's
0: kind of a forensic detective.
2: Or did she
1: look over it, or, or her daughter? Both both because it it opens up with her saying, "I'm Sam Tyler." Mm.
0: Yes, yeah, opens up with the daughter saying saying, "I'm Sam Tyler" because the the daughter is reading. From the
1: classified document,
0: classified document that the woman just happens to have lying willy nilly in her car, uh, and uh, and uh, Detective Inspector Alex Drake uh, ends up in a, a series of events that lead to her getting shot, and she ends up in the year nineteen eighty-one in London with Jean Hunt, who we saw in. Uh, in Life on Mars,
1: who's looking pretty much exactly as he did in 1973?
0: Very, very similar. So, so is uh, so is everybody else. And, Ray uh,
2: and Chris, the whole gang's there.
0: Uh, this, this one's called Ashes to Ashes. So, going on the uh, David Bowie theme with the Gene Genie, Life on Mars, Ashes to Ashes. There we go. We have got the three of them. Uh, it, it's the, pretty much. Pretty much, if you've seen Life on Mars, you know what to expect from from Ashes to Ashes. Uh, I'm reserving my comments until I hear from other people. Have you seen three episodes? I've seen three episodes.
1: I've seen three episodes, episodes too. Will miracles never cease? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: I, I think this has a lot of sequel issues to it. It does, doesn't it? I think uh, I, I, when I first heard about the show, I wasn't aware that there was going to be another time traveling element of it. I, I heard it was just going to be about Gene Hunt in 1981.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's what we uh, that's what we read on the show.
2: I uh, I think that would have been a much stronger show, personally.
0: Well, then it just would have been a, a cop show. It would have been fun. Him in in 1981, and and the thing about Gene Hunt in 1981 is he's no longer driving a, a, a beat up. Uh, a beat up local car, like like he was in 1973. He's moved up in the world, and he has a shit hot Audi with the beautiful red paint job. Mm-hmm. The Audi mm. Quattro that he still drives like a maniac, mm. uh, but uh, is is a lot more careful. He's not he's not parking it into rubbish bins mm. anymore, mm. and uh, you know that's little changes like that
2: because all that kind of stuff is very. Uh, I mean, it's kind of. Uh, you know, obviously enjoys being the the takeoff of the '80s cop shows, which is fine. But I don't think that kind of hybrid quite works between that and the, the spookiness that they try and have going at the same time. No, and it, and it did work in 1973. Well, I mean, I, I think we said on the show that you know some of the some of the scary elements were scarier than horror films. In, yes. In the original one, they were great, but I, I don't know, the David Bowie clown that's running around... It's a bit heavy-handed, isn't it? It doesn't kind of work, though. The 80s BBC stuff just, just doesn't kind of...
0: Zippy the Clown, who was creepy anyway. Not mm. the Clown Puppet, Zippy the Puppet.
1: Yep. Uh, the, uh, the green text on black background, the uh, kind of EGA... Monitor esque credits, yeah, yeah. I, I, with I, the flashing I, cursor,
2: yeah. I kind of think it, it it doesn't really know what it's trying to be. Whether it's trying to be, you know, a serious kind of psychodrama, you know, looking at this this woman who's gone back in time, or whether it's just a parody of 80s cop shows, or, 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 or where the line I, is.
1: I, my feeling was was it's just really a very a very normal kind of police drama, mm. um, with very little of the psycho. Stuff well, in, especially, there. Although, although especially in was, episode although she was three. kind of deconstructing it because she knew about Sam Tyler, and she's a therapist, and she's a she's a hostage hostage negotiator.
2: That that gets in the present that day. that gets very tired, yeah, yeah. Very, very quickly. Her. Very quickly, she,
0: and, and she's the biggest problem with the show. Alex yep. Drake is a very unlikable character, yeah. And whereas we really wanted Sam to find the answers he was looking for to to find out what happened to to his parents mm. when he was a kid, and uh, and to to basically come into contact with himself a, as a human and, and work out where he is and and where he belongs mm. uh, and his journey to to try to get back home. Uh, the- but
2: but with this, it's like they've taken all those same elements and said, "Oh yeah, we're just going to do all the same things with a different character, yes. like they do in movie sequels." And, so and it just it just doesn't
1: work because mm. well the the relationship with with the family back then is different to life on mars was um there's there's been a lot less build up to it and it seems a lot lot more ordinary that she's in contact with people that she is in contact with but, but it's much the same idea day.
2: you know she goes back in time and she can come in contact but with like her mother. there's
1: really no there's no tension about if she sees herself
2: no no she's not at all worried about the no. uh time space continuum as, no. as as she should be.
0: And and she's also uh she, she's also not in any way worried about inconsistencies in her own theory because uh on on the one hand she says that uh well she, everything is just a construct of her subconscious. Uh on the other hand she finds out that Sam Tyler uh was back uh in time for another 7 years. Uh, that he went away for a while, came back, and stayed for seven years before he died. Mm. And her logic says, oh, well, if he was here for seven years before he died, and, uh, and that was just a, a, a millisecond of time from jumping off the roof to, to when he actually died, I could have only just been shot. Mm. And, and time might be moving so much more slowly here than in the real world. Well, it's one or the other, Alex Drake. It, this either really exists or it doesn't really exist, uh, but you can't have it both ways. And, and that sort of stuff really annoys me. The, these inconsistencies didn't exist in uh, the first series, Life on Mars. No. Also,
1: also, what's going on with her hair? Is she styling it 80s fashion? Or... Let's try, let's try. So that wasn't an issue with Sam because he was just short-haired in both uh, times. And, and
2: she's wearing outrageous clothes. I mean, she's wearing off-the-shoulder well, numbers to come into work every day. It is, I mean, you know, and, and it, it does kind of, you know, try and, you know, uh, gorge itself on kind of 80s whatever, which is, which I just kind of find it's just over the done, uh, uh, overdone, over the top, you know, just, yeah. just kind She's of. She's in yeah. a position of responsibility. There's no way she'd be actually dressing like that to go to work. But the whole situation, I mean, she goes to completely cliched 80s clubs and, you know, it's all just that bit too over the top. And uh, and she does have. Uh, I mean, the,
0: Sam's visions were often of the, uh, the the young girl from the BBC uh, vanity card, mm. uh, who was very creepy, very 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 creepy. Uh, and Alex's is, is the the clown from. If anyone knows the David Bowie ashes to ashes video, uh, David Bowie's dressed as a clown in in, in that video, and this is a, a clown dressed exactly the same way. Uh, and again, there's just there's no subtlety there. There was a lot of subtlety in Life on Mars. Ashes to ashes, it just misses the mark.
2: Mm. And I don't think the uh, the the sexual tension between her and Jean Hunt is worth anything. It Really, doesn't add any value to the show.
0: No, I don't. I don't buy that at all. Mm. Uh, Brett, what you're going to keep watching it?
2: Um, hmm,
1: maybe. I might wait until it comes around on ABC. It was interesting in in the UK where they had the final episode of the second series of Life on Mars, and then the next night started into Ashes on a, uh, Ashes to Ashes. Um, uh, that
0: was a, a repeat of Life on Mars. Oh, was it? And, yes. Okay. Yes, because Ashes to I was ashes. I was reading
1: that they, they couldn't have any kind of good, they couldn't have too much promotion about. Uh, Ashes to Ashes because it would be giving away spoilers.
0: Well, Ashes to Ashes has only been on for for three weeks Mm. and we reviewed the last episode of Life on Mars uh, about a year ago.
2: So, unless time moves differently. But it could be just a millisecond. You never know. Okay, it could be. That's, you never know. Yeah. Because, because you know what happened. They blew up the hatch and they're not pressing the button every 108 seconds, oh. every 108 minutes. So, so, we, so we have it. no
0: idea what's going on. You know what? I, I'd forgotten all about the hatch.
2: Oh, the hatch is very really? important. Yeah, I'd forgotten. hatch the, is very important.
0: Because so much else is happening in Lost. And you see, now we're talking about Lost anymore. We don't even care about Ashes to Ashes. So much else is happening in, in Lost at the moment that... Uh, that I'd, I'd forgotten all about The Hatch.
2: I, I think I just dropped a major spoiler, too, for our UK correspondent. <laughs> I'd better be on the... Uh, I, Maybe I, for me. I, I, no, you've seen The End of Series 2. Surely oh. you're not that far behind. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I might send him a text before he listens to yes, the show to yes. make sure that he...
0: Watch The End of Series 2 before... Yeah. He's only got he's only got three episodes to go or something. Yeah, but he's
2: so? had three episodes to go for a while. Anyway, well, that's Lost. We'll, stuck in we'll talk a bit more about Lost so later.
0: Uh, Ashes to Ashes. We'll let you know when it comes on uh, ABC or UK TV
2: here, but... Two years, I would suggest. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, well, they're showing life the second of, series of second Ma- Life, life, on, life, on, life
0: Mars. on Mars now, and they might want to go off the back of that, especially if they've got nothing else to show.
2: Yeah, that's like, possibly, but they didn't show the first series of Life on Mars for, for quite some quite some time. time after it was after it first screened. So. Yeah, I don't know. And, and that being said, if, if you are interested in this sort of storyline,
0: Life on Mars is excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah. You Life can, on Mars is you great. You can get it on DVD, and uh, it's really worth watching. Okay, question three. Which canal... Are all these going to be about
3: war? No. I've got loads of... I've got one on tennis, one on the Suez Canal. Loads. Okay, question three. Which canal links the Mediterranean with the Red Sea?
0: Congratulations to Bronwyn who won last week's quiz.
2: Bronwyn box cutter.
0: Bronwyn box cutter sent us an email with the correct answer to the question, which was Ross
2: Uh, Blue Heelers. Uh, Well, no, the question was uh, which show did uh, which Australian show did Eva Orner recent Oscar Oscar winner, recent Academy Award winner, uh, which show was she formerly production manager of? She was production manager of Blue Heelers, and uh, well done to Brobo. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you've got a nice uh, crumpler bag coming your way. This week's question: What cigarettes is Brett forced to smoke, <laughs> thanks to the incompetence of Richmond Coles? That's a good that's, question. I don't think that's a fair question. I don't think I don't, it's a, I don't, they're not going to find the answer to it on Wikipedia. <laughs> that's true. It's not. It, it lacks relevance.
0: It, it really lacks relevance. Brett, Brett okay. you had you had the task of coming up with the question. You came up with that question. Ross just read it out. I oh, wait, wait, wait. Answers on what, the back wait,
2: of a wait, postcard wait, wait. to uh, net. What, what cigarettes is Brett forced to smoke whilst watching TV? <laughs> <laughs> thanks to the incompetence of Richmond Coles. Actually, how I about, don't smoke while I'm watching TV. How, oh. about,
0: how about not that question? <laughs> okay. How about instead?
1: Oh, well, the what, answer was Peter Stuyvesant because they're out of Dunhill Reds. <laughs> Terrible. And they have been all weekend.
0: <laughs> what is the name of the policeman who was sent uh, via coma back into 1973 in Life on Mars. Como in Northern Italy. Not Como. Coma. Is it, is, it, is it Jeremy
2: Sims?
1: <laughs> no,
0: no. Is it, no, it Kate it's, Langbrook? It's, no. it's, is it
2: anybody been, from Chances? <laughs> if you can tell us the name of the
0: character, the name of the character uh, who starred in the first Life on Mars, the character, not the actor. We want to know the name of the cop who was sent back in time in Life on Mars, email us, hooray, at net. You can win yourself a lovely crumpler
1: Baby bag. blue courier uh, bag. Baby blue
2: courier yeah. bag. Baby,
0: baby blue
1: courier bag. So maybe
2: it's one for the ladies
0: again.
2: Wait, Brett just said maybe it's one for the ladies again. I don't know.
0: Oh no, it's a really nice it's a really nice light coloured blue.
2: It is. It's, it's, Ooh, it's, it's very a nice. lovely light, with light the, blue. Orange with and the white highlights. Orange trim. They they uh, they make some good stuff, Crumpler.
0: They do. They do. Mm. They make stuff and give it to us so we can give it to you. I think uh, they're wonderful for that. You can check them out, crumpler.com AU. Email us hooray at boxcutters.net by next Monday, four PM. Next Monday, the tenth of March. Now that is, Labor Day. That is Labor Day, so don't let the public holiday confuse you. We will require your answers by 4pm. Hooray at boxcutters.net.
3: Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done
1: is on the table uh, just uh, while I mentioned Kate Langbrook uh, out of the question I had a lot of laughs from last week have good, you guys have you guys gone back to it I think
0: it's kind of settled you. into into uh, uh, yeah. what it is and I haven't gone back to it but then again''m I'm, I'm, I, I miss it generally I, there's other things that I'm watching at the time so really? I'm
2: assuming Kate Langbrook was on
1: she was yes yeah and and kind of breaking the fourth wall and you know kind of not not playing by uh, accepted etiquette
0: Oh, okay. So, so what you were telling Ross off for last week, you're now applauding Kate Langbrook for doing this week. I don't,
2: I don't think Brett was telling me off. He was. Oh, I listened to the show during the weekend. No, uh, Brett he wouldn't d- tell me off. For what?
0: He, he did. He wouldn't tell me off for breaking the fourth
1: wall. Yeah. I can't imagine. Oh, it was just a little. It was a joking telling off. Oh, I can't imagine he'd do that.
0: I can't tell when you're joking.
1: Oh, really? It's uh, when I. It's when I sit back here and go, "Oh my God, Ross, you've broken the fourth wall."
0: Yeah, you didn't do that though uh, you, you, you didn't do See, that's How do I know?
2: How can who, I tell? Who's, uh, who's your favourite character on Lost? Mm. Desmond Really?
0: Really
1: Although so I think Charlie in the last two episodes of the last season
0: Although I have to say Daniel Faraday Is, is quickly Is, is, is a, a very close runner Daniel mm. Faraday is one of the new people uh, on Lost, uh, James, just just stop listening to this
2: episode. <laughs> really, just stop. Uh, yeah, I'd say Desmond too. And I, I'd say it's because he just has far and away the best storylines. Yeah. They're, they're just amazing. The episodes with... He uh, hasn't
1: really done anything since last season. Uh,
2: wait until this Thursday. Wait Red. until this Thursday. There is... A, uh, yeah, Desmond is just fantastic and his stories are always amazing. Uh, I want to do a plug again for Yahoo! 7 Lost, which I think is... Fantastic and well worth a weekly read if you're a lost fan, especially now that Channel Seven are relatively up to date with screening the episodes. It's uh, they they do a couple of paragraphs each week, just really going into in depth to all the different things that happened. In case you missed it, in case you missed it, but it's it's more theories about what could be going on and what different things mean. It's 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 a really interesting Mm -hmm. read, and that's even before you get onto the forum boards. Yes, that's that's just. Uh, That's just with their site to do with the clues, below the clues. They have a couple of paragraphs. uh, and much easier to read that than wade through the thousands and thousands of entries since two minutes ago on the numbers or any of those other Lost websites. There's
0: also apparently a really good uh, Lost audio podcast with Damon Lindelhoff and Carlton Cuse talking about their their take on what's happening on the island. Uh, And, of course, their take means a lot because they make it happen. Mm. So, uh, I haven't had a chance to, to listen to that, but I will listen to that but during the they week. They give
2: away and, a lot of clues on that, too, about, you know, upcoming episodes and say, oh, I'll keep an eye out for this. This is relevant.
0: Yes. Mm. It's, so, so uh, clues or spoilers? See, I like to know nothing and then uh, and then have it as as it comes. So, I I, I haven't been listening to those podcasts because I don't want
2: yeah, anything that from, can from vaguely be construed as a spoiler. I, I don't think they're particularly spoilers, but I could be wrong. Okay.
1: And in answer to your question, I don't have a favourite. You don't have a favourite character? Ah. No.
2: Hmm.
1: Because Charlie shat me to tears before he...
0: (laughs) Before he had the... Before the the last few episodes. The the most touching moment. James, really, stop listening to this episode. (laughs) Really. Uh, Speaking of spoilers, Brett Cropley, I saw an Mm. ad for... uh, I I saw an ad for This Is Your Life over the weekend during the cricket Yeah. Yesterday this is your life it.
1: about people who haven't actually had much of a life
0: and uh and you know and they they did the whole guessing game with they showed all the celebrities who who are giving nods and uh, and, and applauds to to the person whose life is being celebrated and uh, and then talked about them being a, a sporting superstar and could we guess who it was power after. well, no, see Brett spoiled it last week i usually lo- I love playing that game I love playing that guessing game.
2: is it really worth watching? this is your life
0: oh no no no, no. I don't watch Just this is your ads. life I watch Just the ads I watch the ads and go ah. Oh, I wonder who that is uh, and, then, uh, and then after it's on I call up my mum and say who is this is your life <laughs> this week and she'll uh, tell me and I go ah of course now it all makes sense uh, right. it's a tiny little game I like
2: it so, uh, so Brett's ruined it
0: ruined it ruined my so, game
1: it'll be back next week okay uh, have you guys uh, seen any late night TV on uh, the Night Network recently
0: uh, the, the Mint I've seen a bit of the Mint mm-hmm. no, 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 it's, I, it's quite a interesting the Mint.
1: A lot of the people from uh, Quiz Monkey Have uh, turned up back in the Mint Yes um, Looking for an exit <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: I thought it was he- Oh no there's a camera <laughs> uh,
1: uh, They they also seem to be A lot more desperate than they once were About get calling now, now Dial now Why aren't you calling uh, People just standing
2: silent Watching the camera Ha, waiting has, for people to call has up. Has it become a lot more kind of semi-hypnotic? Whenever I turn in, there's there's like a really extreme close-up of somebody with the game beside them and they're speaking like this yes, it is a it is call, yeah, yeah. Right. A little everybody loves hypno toad yeah yeah whereas the original kind of episodes of quiz monkey where they were running around doing crazy things introducing you to the cameraman wacky sound yeah. effects every couple yeah. of seconds it's none of that it's very low key very kind of yes call yeah. now well call you know if they now. do
1: anything then they're actually going to be engaging and people are going to be calling i think right. that uh I, I think there's a big problem with the mint and uh, people not calling, so much so that WIN have dropped it, uh, so regional mm. Channel 9 viewers won't be seeing it. Uh, they're saying that uh, a, a spokesman for the network says that Wynn merely wants to provide entertainment to its viewers, and in doing so, remove the mint.
0: <laughs> That's, That's nice. Good. That yeah. is nice. Speaking of Hypnotoad, Ross, uh, you've, uh, you've seen the uh, extras on... Uh, Bender's big score? No, I haven't, it, and yeah. we haven't
2: actually discussed Bender's big score. No, we on the haven't. Show, so uh, I thought it was great. One, one of the uh, one you, you very kindly you... lent me the DVD, but I I, I am yet to uh, watch the DVD again or see the extras. One, one of the
0: extras is uh, an entire thirty minute episode of Everybody Loves Hypnotoad. Yes, I got through about eight minutes of it. Right, i and then and uh, then. Time I lost time and then I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> uh,
2: there, there's some uh, other good extras too. There's the uh, maths lecture. There is a, there is a maths mm. lecture that
0: goes through all the maths that's been in the uh, in, in the series of uh, of Futurama and uh, a lot of it's very complicated maths. Mm. It was very exciting for a geek like me. Mm.
2: Did Did you like uh, Futurama? Have you seen the
1: movie? I haven't watched it. I've I've just got the movie, not the DVD.
2: Mm. Uh, yeah, I thought um, it, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was it was futurama yeah i really it, enjoyed it It was well,
1: the people that i've spoken to that have seen it haven't uh been that glowing in their recommendation mm. i yeah.
0: i i thought it was uh, i thought it was really good it took me a while to to get used to it because i'm so used to watching futurama that i've seen five six seven times mm. and these these are all new i'm going well i don't know where the joke is coming like i mm. i just got into a different habit of watching it and yep. once i eased back into it uh, at about the halfway point. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, no, this is actually really, really funny.
2: And and it's it's, it's different to watching a half-hour episode, obviously, because it is uh, an hour and a half long. Yes. So it has a completely different feel to it than, yeah. than, than but just But it it's going to get minutes. chopped up into half-hour episodes. It is yeah, going to get chopped up into gonna episodes. It's going to be very so.
0: easy to do as well, very easy to chop that up yeah, into, into yeah, half-hour episodes. So,
2: but no, I thought it was really good. Uh, great to have Newstopia back on Wednesday nights mm. and repeated late night saturday maybe or sunday they're repeating it once during the week uh but uh i mean sensational start i
0: see i missed the start i didn't realize it was back i didn't see any promotion on sbs
1: no
2: there was very little but uh just a sensational start just come in uh two shot of him and and cat stewart i think her name is who's also in underbelly uh just the two shot of them and you know introduce themselves and he just said uh not it's not working, it's not working. <laughs> i can't work with a co-host can you can you, can frame you around the shot <laughs> i mean just just brilliantly satiring the whole you Sat- know satiring their own their own network the whole svs <laughs> schmuzzle that went on last year i just thought that was a, just priceless michael and just done so quickly and so easily in a couple of seconds yeah it was very funny very funny and the whole yeah. show was outstanding as yeah. always
1: i don't know what's going on with his hair though you don't like any more product. It's flat and
2: boring. He's got a new style for the new style. season. It's, it's, it's flat it's, and boring and silver. It's, it's combed and across instead of sticking up.
0: And on that very insightful no comment. No, and, and brings us to the, the end. the original
1: opening credits, so, so you see it when it's looking good and then it comes to him and uh, boring flat. <laughs> see, this is... <laughs> I think that'll be important. I think, I think that maybe viewers might be switching up in, in whatever small numbers they are.
0: Brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode one hundred and twenty-two. I want to say thanks very much to James Talia for calling all the way from Athens, Greece, and apologise for all those spoilers. Yeah, sorry, James. Uh, we'll uh, we'll let you know before the episode goes up, we'll, we'll, which we'll, which
2: makes this announcement redundant. We'll send you a special bleeped. Version. Are you going to work that out? No, no, no. I, I, I believe you're the one operating the buttons, <laughs> Mr. Crumpler. I
0: also want to say thanks to Crumpler, who give us bags to give away to you, but if you don't get a chance to win through the Boxcutters quiz by emailing us, hooray at boxcutters.net, you can always go online, crumpler.com.au to have a look at what they've got in store, purchase one online, go to a store, buy one. The stores around the world. Excellent bags, Crumpler. And also thanks to the greatest radio station in the world, 3 R, whose studios we use for recording this podcast each and every week. You can find them online at rrr.org.au. I also want to say, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please go onto the iTunes Music Store, onto the Box Cutters page in the podcast section and leave a review. It'll help other people find the show and maybe they'll enjoy it
1: too. And also spread the love. Give us to your friends. We love being shared around.
0: You can email us, hooray, at net or click on the Contact Us bit on the website, which is somewhere up in the top left corner. You'll see it, no doubt.
1: Next Monday's public holiday in Victoria, but we will still be here, slaving
2: away for you people. What dedication. I what know. dedication.
0: Until that public holiday, my name is Josh Canal.
2: Ross McQueen. I
1: continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week, same bat time. Same bat channel.
0: And hey, let's be careful out there. Dial now. Dial now. Dial now. Dial now.